Emmeronis. We're back for another week in crypto. What's up, my dudes and dudettes? What happened in crypto this week? Well, a few things. First off, Michael Saylor bought a shit ton of Bitcoin. He bought $150 million with them. Bitcoin! This dude is like so obsessed with buying the top of every um, like price action movement. It's hilarious. Like, um, I guess everybody's waiting for the 28K and then he went in and bought it 27. Like, he just has to. Every time there's like PA, he's like, all right gets his technical analysts on there. He's like, what's the top of this move? Let me get in on that one. That's the one I want. And not only am I going to buy some Bitcoin, but I'm going to buy $150 million worth of it right at the top of this PA. And it's like, all right, dude, I think you're trying to send a point and I think we fucking get it. You got cash. Now you got fucking Bitcoin. This dude almost owns one whole percent of all the Bitcoin that's out there which is wild. So good on you, Mr. Michael Sailor Moon. The Arbitrum DAO decided to move $56 million worth of unclaimed tokens to their treasury. So back in April, Arbitrum had their airdrop, which everybody had been waiting for after the long ass Arbitrum Odyssey. And eventually everybody got their airdrops and I guess a bunch of people un didn't claim their airdrops. So the unclaimed tokens are now moved to their treasury. Arbitrum did also announce another round of an Arbitrum Odyssey, but there is no airdrop with this Odyssey. It's just really to get people using their ecosystem. And I do believe that Arbitrum is still has the highest uh, LTV of all the of all the L2s. TVL. Wow, LTV. TVLs of all the L2s. Yep, they do. Uh, TVL is 6 billion, which is still almost double that of, of uh, optimism. At least I think I'm looking at it. Yeah, total value locked. So 6 billion on RB, 2.7 on OP, and then ZK Sync era is 459 million. So yeah, it's all on RB and OP, I guess. Uh, pudgy penguins you guys pudgy penguins this nft that we I'm, I'm pretty sure we all know what the pudgy penguins look like but anyway they they essentially just look like penguins they're cute and uh, this week they had a partnership or like a campaign marketing partnership with walmart where walmart basically stocked their shelves with a bunch of uh, toy pudgy penguins and and they, I mean they're cheap like the ones that you can buy at Walmart obviously imagine you're buying a pudgy penguin toy like stuffed animal <laughs> off the shelves on Walmart and it's like this is a whole eat they're a whole two eat and it's like that's like two grand dude for a stuffed animal which is hilarious it's hilarious that I say it's hilarious for it to be worth two grand but then it's funny er that like the fucking JPEG of it is actually worth two grand, but the physical toy that a child is gonna love playing with and holding and sleeping with and is actually gonna have some physical tangible value, it like it would be wild if that was actually worth two grand. And those sold for I think six to twelve dollars. And but the cool thing is, is they do have like uh, our, the chips inside them, so they do link back to an NFT, and then I think there's like a game and you can play around with it so that's a cute little marketing campaign i mean the pudgy penguins are pretty cute i'm not gonna lie so i don't i don't hate that i think like that's cute also speaking of nfts my ladies are down oh they went below to eth and now they're back 
up. Yeah, they went down to like 1.9 ETH and now they're at 2 ETH or and some of them even at 2.1. Wow, at least floor price. Okay, interesting. So I guess we're seeing the bottom of the Milady price or floor price. Maybe, maybe not. What if we take a big dump after this bounce? Then I wonder what's going to happen to the Miladies. So stand with crypto, my dudes. Stand with fucking crypto. All right. So we all know that the U.S. regulation around crypto is very ambiguous. Nobody knows what's going on and they don't want to give clarity towards it. So, well, that's not totally true. It's not everybody in the U.S. What we're starting to see more and more of now is that Congress, both on the Republican and Democratic side, are urging the SEC to give more clarity and are kind of tugging at their strings and asking them why they have such an issue with crypto and why they haven't come to a conclusion on whether or not Ethereum is a security or a commodity. And uh, there are a lot of people that had asked Gary Gensler a bunch of questions this week. There was a hearing with him and things like, why did the MIT Gary Gensler why was he so pro-crypto and why is this Gary Gensler so anti-crypto, the SEC Gary and yeah, just things like that. So it's interesting and cool to kind of watch other branches of government go against the SEC or stand up to them. But the stand with crypto thing, um, also Coinbase had uh, a bunch of founders, crypto founders, so 50 different crypto founders from 15 different U.S. states all flew out to D.C. this week. Um to kind of like stand with Congress, uh, try to get some clarity on crypto. And they had a bunch of these like b cars and buses going around. Like, you know, those money trucks where like at the end of every day, they go and pick up the money from the different shops and then they're very highly secured and guarded. And so they had these trucks going around, like our money doesn't need to move around in guarded trucks. Like there's another way. There's a new way. It's true. It's called Bitcoin lightning and crypto technology, cryptology. <laughs> Tim Draper, this VC, super old school VC, probably one of the first VCs out there, has been a massive Bitcoin maxi and, and pro crypto for a while. So he started his own venture studio. So this is also interesting and pretty cool to see as, you know, the crypto, all these like TradFi, I, don't, I wouldn't call him TradFi, but all these kind of like more, <laughs> not that we're not legitimate in crypto, but all these more like legitimate people and entities but yeah i guess last week like citibank is doing a bunch of stuff with like tokenizing bonds and trading bonds and there's just all these banks that are getting into it and funny enough a lot of them aren't actually building out in-house they're like partnering with other uh you know companies that are tokenizing these things or have built out these services and now they're just doing a plug and play with with the big banks so, très intéressant, and that's essentially what's been haps in cryptology. And yeah, I guess I'll see you guys next week. Stay free out there, my peeps. <laughs>